a long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away. Well, not so long ago. In fact, it's now. And this is filmed live in front of a YouTube audience. And even though we wish we were Jedis, we're actually just a bunch of nerds with some webcams and microphones. Every week, you get to witness the shenanigans of Chris. ATGN, bringing people together on the internet since 2012. Naki. So you're saying the balls are stuck to the roof of your mouth? There are balls stuck to the roof of my mouth right now. <laughs> and the Atahai. And this does include such a wonderful line as, I can't wait to pound that dick. As they are joined each week with a guest host. Raging erections. Yeah. MMOs are like a lifestyle. I'm, I'm happy. <laughs> Whether you're going up against the uh, the armies of the English cavalry or you're playing a board game with your girlfriend, a raging erection will definitely throw someone off their game. Making the supergroup known as all things good and nerdy. Welcome to our madness. I think it's more just, you know, a lot of people have kids and stuff, and it's hard to settle into a podcast sometimes on a Sunday morning, you know? I think that's true, and on that note, good morning, everyone, to <laughs> welcome to episode 52 of All Things Good and Nerdy, recorded live on April 7th, 2013, and as you guys know, it's not a true start to ATGN unless someone overruns my intro, so thank you to our guest host, Jay Clark, for helping with us this week. No problem. <laughs> It's become the new unofficial way we do the show. <laughs> Glad I kept tradition alive. Man. Oh, I appreciate it, my friend. <laughs> uh, as you guys can tell, any of you guys watching live right now, we are down a man today. Adahay got a hold of us this morning and goes, I just had to work a 10-hour shift. I'm dead. And I was like, dude, go to sleep. <laughs> so, Adahay, if you're watching right now, you're crazy. Go to sleep. Go to sleep, Adahay. Yeah. We'll sing you a lullaby, and no one wants that. I don't want any of you all to sing to me. Chris, Chris, let me sing to you. I will I serenade you. I do. Hey, don't say a word. Mama's gonna <laughs> buy you a new PC. <laughs> and if that PC don't play games, it's cause I bought you a fucking Macintosh. <laughs> hey! <laughs> I've been very Beautiful. musical and artistically inclined lately. Nice. I shit you not, I wrote a 68-line poem about the season finale of The Walking Dead on a challenge. Wow! <laughs> and that for must a have been hard, too, because... It was, and for a semi-organic plug, if any of you guys want to see that, go check out walkingthewalkingdead.com. It's part of the Radio Free Woodbury podcast. And also, Steve Boyd wrote a freaking awesome poem, too. But anyway, pardon the shameless self-promotion and the hilarity to start the show. I'm Chris. Joining me today, we've got a regular host, Naki. Hello. Yo, yo. And our special guest host today from An Elegant Weapon, Mr. Jay Clark. Hello, sir. Hi. I'm in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> He's our host from Beyond the Wall. Yes. yes. We, we, we had to go outside the United States this time around. <laughs> That's Sword how desperate we so. are for, uh, for guest hosts right now. Nice. Had to go into different countries. Diplomatic immunity. Yeah, but he's got Tim Hortons coffee, and I've had that, and it's really good, and I'm jealous right now. I don't drink coffee. I think so. I can't say that. When, well, I, I drink decaf because I'm allergic to caffeine. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's it's sad, but uh, you get used to it. But I just I love coffee so much I couldn't give it up completely. So yeah, I hear you there. 
And I used to say to people, what's the point of drinking decaf? Like, I don't understand. Why would you drink that? And it's then, like drinking oh, non-alcoholic beer. Yeah, totally. And then I developed this problem, and I was like, oh, now I'm one of them. Well, see, <laughs> you've actually got a legitimate reason, at least. <laughs> yeah, totally. Coffee's delicious. Oh, you need some Timbits to go with it. Yes. What do they call them at uh, Dunkin' Donuts? Donut holes, I guess. Is that what they're called? I think so. Oh, is that what we're talking about? Again, yeah. I, I haven't but, left the country since I moved here, so. But guys, yeah, we call them uh, we call them Timbits, but yeah, it's the little tiny round donut, you know. I'm gonna go get some donuts. I'll be back in about ten minutes. You guys just have fun. <laughs> All right, bye. Ah, uh, ah, <laughs> <Aww>. whatever. <laughs> So <laughs> that's, that's fine. So this guy, he totally took over the podcast from Adahe, and he's like, <laughs> sounds like a cool dude. I know. He always goes to these other podcasts, like Fanboy Buzz at fanboybuzz dot com, and points uh, of interest over POI podcast. <laughs> I think he's done this one about The Walking Dead where he talks about fucking zombies for an hour. I don't zombies. know. No, no, they're zombies. Yeah, nobody <laughs> likes zombies anymore. God. Who would watch a show about zombies? <laughs> nobody. Yeah, not at all. Just like the people that watch this show, nobody. <laughs> <laughs> we, we miss our peanut gallery today. I checked in the chat room and there's no one in the chat room but us. Aww. So, please That's come join even... us, peanut gallery. Not even super fan uh, Jay Webb showed up? No, we haven't seen Jay Webb. I don't know. It, it could just be that it's nice out, so nobody wants to be watching people talk That's on the true. internet. It is. It's beautiful. It's, it's about, about 60 time. degrees out, and the sun's out. Nice, gentle breeze. I was like, hmm, I want to go sit on my deck and read comic books. Part of me was was this thinking cool. I was going to go podcast while I was outside because I was working on my garden this morning. That's right. I'm a gardener. Fuck you. There's nothing wrong with oh, that. Gardening's good. That's cool. I, uh, it rained a little this morning. You know what I mean? At like a 6 a.m. kind of like light raining. So everything's kind of fresh and warm. Ooh, nice. And a little bit wet. You know what I mean? It's cool. Yeah, I, I do backyard. I do back porch gardening because I live in a townhouse. So I do a bunch of different tomato plants and peppers and things like that. We have kale. Uh, we picked up all the seeds yesterday. We got wildflowers, kale, uh, cucumbers, peppers, Ooh, I like cucumbers. squash. Green beans. Uh, what else did we fucking do? Um, carrots, potatoes. Nice. Uh, yeah, we have for, like, uh, huge. potato waste to grow me shit. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's a solid plan. No, uh, I have. I have a huge backyard, so we might as well put it to use while I'm still living here. So. Hell yeah! This year, uh, my grandfather he lives down in uh, St. Catharines, which is about it's right near the border of Buffalo maybe half hour outside the border. And uh, he's always been a gardener for years. Uh, 50 years he's been doing his garden. And this is the first year in 50 years that he's not doing it. Oh, wow. Oh. Yeah, he, uh, he, not that this is the main reason, but he's, he's pretty much gone blind in the past few years. And, that uh, wouldn't so make things difficult. It makes it a little more difficult, but even though he still hasn't stopped, you know, he's still... He knows that garden so well, he could have done it with his eyes closed anyways, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I think it's actually this year more of the matter. Things weren't coming up as well the past few years. Like the broccoli were just like little tiny bits, and his pumpkins weren't half as huge. And it was like, Grandpa, like, after 50 years, that soil needs a break. That's quite true. You're not going to grow much in that. So first time in 50 years, he's taking a break. Needs a break, or you need to be adding in some... uh 
some manure and stuff like that to keep it fertilized. Yeah. When I lived in Germany, when I lived in Germany, that's what they did all the time. They would mist the manure over the crops and things like that and the dirt. Ew. We lived right in front of a farmyard, so. Wow. Ew. That just smells awful. It does. You get surprisingly though, you do get used to. You're like, oh, they're misting again. It doesn't really bother you. You're like, it's too hot out. I'm leaving the windows open. I don't care. Yeah. See, I have a I have a giant compost pile that like takes up a good quarter of my yard. So, because there's there's six of us that live in this house, and then I'm a vegetarian and paleo, so all I freaking eat is fresh fruits and vegetables. So there's always compost there. Eggshells are great. You know, I got dogs, and there's farm animals not down the not down far from us. So. We have pretty good soil. Oh, we have our first person in the chat room. Looks as though one Mr. Stephen John Drew has joined us in the chat room. Stephen John Drew, welcome to Home and Garden Weekly. <laughs> yeah, all we've been talking about is gardening so far. So uh, if you have any Hi, gardening Steven. questions, feel free to ask us. <laughs> Let's get on to geek stuff. This was a huge week. It really I think was. So. It so, was. There's it was so crazy. much shit to talk about. It's nuts. Well, guys, let's let's start with our news of the week then. News team, assemble! Live from the ATGN studios on uh, the internet, it's the news of the week. And, and who would like to go first? Any takers? I'm glad to go first, really. Because I finally figured out what I want to talk about. All right. Hey, many... Anthony's here. There we go. Everyone's rolling in. All right. Here's a question for you. How many of you guys have watched Arrested Development? Yeah. The, just the old ones, you mean? Like Yeah, just the old ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen them a bunch. I'm, I'm a big fan. A recently developed fan. My girlfriend got me started on them. I was like, you'll like this. And now we've started marathon running through them, and they're freaking hilarious. So it warmed my heart when the news came out late, earlier this week that they have announced that on May 26th, the s- exclusive fourth season on Netflix will start streaming at 12.01 a.m. And don't worry, Jay, in Canada, it's also included. It'll be in the U.S., Canada, U.K., Ireland, Latin America, Brazil, and the Nordics. As of 12.01 a.m. on Sunday, wow. May 26th. We nice. We get season four of Arrested Development, 15 new episodes. And they will all be dumped online at one time. So you don't have to come back a week at a time. You could literally be like, oh, and just start watching Arrest Development at 12 a.m. That's the most amazing thing I heard. That, yeah, they're just dumping them all. Here you go. Boom. It's what? It, it's the same thing they did with... Um, oh, House of Cards. House of Cards. I want to say House of Lies, and that was wrong. But I love what Netflix is doing there because they're setting up so that you can just do a marathon run-through if that's how you like to watch shows. And everybody does. Like, that's become such a common habit that this is brilliant of them to do, you know? Right. And the only thing I think is dangerous with that a little bit, and it's just a minor quibble, is you, it's harder to get the water cooler buzz because everyone's going to be at different points if they're watching them as they right when they first come out. Some guy could be like, I'm just watching one every couple of days. Another guy could be like, I watched them all last night. Yeah, very good point. It still develops huge buzz. And I don't know. I'm really excited to see the fact that the rest of the development is coming back. And... I hope it does really well, and they decide to do a season five somehow. Well, is this going to be less um, censored then? I would assume it would be less censored, and they're probably not limited to the twenty-two minute mark for each episode. Because I know how exciting House of Cards—they had some shows that was like forty-five minutes, others were like fifty minutes because they just cut them so that they made sense thematically and narrate and based off the narration. Versus, does that change what the banana stand means then? Because there's always money in the banana stand. There's always money in the banana stand. <laughs> It's going to be an interesting dynamic to see it with an older Michael Sarah, though. Yeah. 
I think so too. I wonder if they're going to account for the time change by saying, "Hey, it's been seven years since we've been on, so everyone's seven years older, or whatever." Or if they'll try and make some joke about the fact he looks a lot older. Hi, Zeke. I think they kind of have to. <laughs> I think. You know what I think will be really funny? I bet you once you, the second you start watching the new season, it'll go into where they're in a situation seven years later that you're yeah, instantly is be. just like the funniest shit ever. This is what they've been doing for seven years. I bet you will. Whatever that something is will be hilarious. Yeah. Please I mean, be I, walking around like they're chickens. Have yeah. you ever seen chickens? <laughs> I, I'm. I've just now started season three, so I don't understand all the references will come out. I'm thinking like on two, episode two of season three, but. Yeah, I've only seen scattered episodes here and there. I'm not like a watcher, but I've seen enough that it's a funny show. Yeah, it's hilarious. And I like the trend we're starting to see here with shows coming directly to these streaming services because you're starting to see it with Amazon because they've been running a contest. They're putting up like eight pilots here in the next few days that people can vote on for what they want to see as the next Amazon TV series. That's One of of which is the Zombieland TV show based off Um, the movie. Isn't that for sure? I heard that was going to air, definitely. I think it's just greenlit. The pilot's greenlit. They have to greenlight the series or whatever. I'm not sure, though. I'm very excited for that. I am, too. Oh, wow, we got a bunch of comments in the chat room I missed. Uh, Anthony said he's sorry he was late. He finished talking to himself for 45 minutes recording the first test pod for a solo comic (laughs) podcast. Ooh, that's a tease, folks. I'm excited for that. I I told him I wanted to see it or hear it. Anthony Bachman's solo show coming on. Let's see... uh, he also says he's here for bacon, dick butts, and no pants Sunday. I am indeed not wearing pants, fuckers. <laughs> and then also- he's also said that Arrested Development is going to be awesome, and I think everyone kind of agrees on that. I think yeah. that was one of those shows. That was another one of those shows where people rioted. Did 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 yes, just like that. It was like Fox mismanaged show too. Yep. I need a better way to better place to put my tea. <laughs> it's changing how uh, fans can get involved. I mean, with what happened with Veronica Mars, there's always yeah. hope for any show now. Well, now uh, Zachary Levi wants to do the same thing for Chuck to kickstart yeah. a Chuck movie. Now I've heard Chuck ended really well, so do they really want to do that? <sighs> I have heartburn with the ending of Chuck still. I, I have not actually watched Chuck, so I can't say anything. I won't tell you about the ending of Chuck then, but... Yeah. Uh, Steve um, I just got teabagged. Speaking Sorry. of bacon, he goes, you Americans are sick. When he was in the U.S. this past week, he found bacon-flavored popcorn. Yes. Much- okay, Stephen, the real question is, how much bacon-flavored popcorn did you take back with you to old Canada? <laughs> did you hear about the new uh, bacon condoms? Oh, God. There's bacon fla- Not only are they bacon-flavored, but they, they resemble bacon. Like, they've got strips of bacon down the side. Are these okay, guys associated I'm- with Epic Meal Time? <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> As a, as a straight lady, I'm just going to throw this out there. That is not appealing to the lady dumb. You don't that's want what they're trying to go name. for. If you're... Uh, I don't want to... No, I don't want to associate... Just lady dumb, Naki. You are a paleo-vegetarian. Okay? I know, I know. It's now, awful. For I girls who aren't, every girl I've ever been with or known after a night of a few drinks or whatever, girls fucking love bacon. Well, that's true. Always satisfy but... a girl, a fucking grilled cheese and bacon sandwich. Well, to steal, to semi steal some uh, phrasing from Firefly, you don't want any bacon betwixt your nethers. <laughs> I don't. I don't want bacon there in that area. Not or you know, I'm assuming it's more for the oral pleasure type thing. I don't want to associate oral 
with bacon flavored condoms, which probably taste horrible. <laughs> well, how do you know until you get them? Maybe you could just use them as chewing gum, like the coneheads did. You. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Where did our did didn't we have credibility at one point? Yeah, we started talking about boob boxes, and we lost it then. Oh, that's true. Booby cam. <laughs> Steven says, you don't know how many times my wife has said that was good, but I wish your penis was bacon. <laughs> <laughs> you Canadians are funny. <laughs> bacon is one of our specialities. Yeah, I know. There's a Canadian bacon. Well, we call it back bacon, but sure. Yeah, well, we <laughs> call it Canadian. Uh, <laughs> Steven says he only brought back one box for his father-in-law. No, the best Anthony- one. <laughs> And Anthony he says just, vegetarian, vegan, whatever, girls like meat. <laughs> <laughs> well, he ain't wrong. Oh, uh, dear. <laughs> and I'm doing the porn cast this week, guys. This is perfect. I'm, like, prepping myself. You can talk yes. about bacon condoms, then. Yes. <laughs> and What's not my cast. It is called Wholesome Addiction, and it's brought to you by the Legends Podcast Network. Okay, I've heard I will of that. Be- I will be joining them on Wednesday. Well, I don't know. I think it goes out on Thursday, but I, I'm joining them on Wednesday for guest hosting duties. Duty, duty, duty. <laughs> duty. You missed it earlier. I said I got teabagged because my tea, my tea bag is still in my cup, and it hit me in the face. I heard it. I was just letting yeah, it go. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I can't jump on all of these out of context. <laughs> uh. So we're, what were we talking about? News? <laughs> uh, we just finished talking about Arrested Development. Oh, one last thing I wanted to bring up on that is also they've announced that House of Cards, the other Netflix original, they're releasing on Blu-ray and DVD in the next couple of weeks. And it's like 50 bucks for the Blu-ray, and I'm sitting there I'm like, why would anyone do that? Just buy a month of Netflix and watch it for 8 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> do you think it's a good thing that uh, Arrested Development spawned such a copycat system of all these shows that are good shows, like Modern Family, Community? And all those shows, they're good, funny shows, but it's every show seems to be being made that way now. I missed, I missed when Community was good. Yeah, Community should have ended last season. It's terrible this season. One episode's been good. That's it's all, uh, TV's gone a very, like, uh, Christopher Guest way of doing things, you know, like Spinal Tap and... Uh, mm-hmm. Everyone tries to be meta also. Yeah. I don't know, I, I enjoy it, because for the most part that kind of humor's appealed to me lately. But... It's just how everything's Modern trending. Family's my favorite. See, I haven't fan. watched Modern Family, but I've heard it's really good. I've I've caught episodes here and there, and I love the gay couple. Like they're hysterical. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the kid, oh my god, the kid's just amazing. <laughs> but yeah, I've never actually sat down and watched Modern Family. I don't think I'm watching like any comedies right now outside of like uh, Archer. Yeah, I have Archer. I'm, I'm getting you. If anyone's heard our show, they know we're getting into Archer recently. Yeah. Archer's my absolute... Like, Archer is all of my noises on my phone, except for my ringtone. My ringtone is Doctor Who. But, like, anytime I get a text message, it's Archer yelling booyah kasha. It's amazing. <laughs> See, <laughs> that still- where they, they're on the train and they have to go over the border into Canada? Yeah. Yep. And <laughs> the, the Mounties and stuff, and he's like, <laughs> no, you don't get it. We're going into Canada. And then he he's he's like pointing a gun at the Mounties, or he shoots at the Mounties or something. They're like, "Hey, that's not cool, eh?" And then they all just draw and just open fire and <laughs> blazing on him. It's great. I think it's a great show. It's a the great only show. comedy I'm still watching live is Community, and it's just because it's the same problem I had with the Cape. I'm hoping it turns around, even though I don't think it's going to. 
Oh, the cape. It tried so hard, but it, yeah. no. At least it got so bad it was funny at one point, so I was getting unintentional it's humor out of it. It's on Netflix for you. You can watch it, it now. Really? It is. I, I still haven't watched the last two episodes of it. I gave up then. I was like, no, I quit. All of Heroes, I think, is on Netflix, too, if you want to relive that nightmare. No, no. I stayed through Heroes through the end, and that was uh, a mistake, too. I couldn't uh, go to the end. I went about halfway through, and I was like, okay, I can't do it anymore. But I also had Lost, which Lost sucked me into my entire life. Was Lost was Lost. good, except uh, I really enjoyed Lost. I have so many problems with the ending of Lost, it pisses me off. Yeah, just oh, like me and the ending you of Battlestar Galactica. Yeah. Uh, Anthony also enjoyed the cape, Chris. You have a friend. No, no th- I didn't enjoy the cape. I just hoped it would turn around. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen brings up a good point, too. He goes, but at least you didn't watch all of the event or Alcatraz. Both led nowhere. Oh, I got excited about uh, both of those. And yeah, they went downhill very quickly. Yeah. Did Alcatraz even make it past season one? No. No. It got put on Fox on Friday night. That's true. Anthony says he enjoyed Heroes as well, even like the last episode, though the last season was rough. Rough is charitable. Last season was trash. I watched season one and then gave up halfway through season two. Season one and season two were good. Season two came off the rails near the end because of the writer's strike. If the writer's strike had never happened, season two would have been awesome if they'd done the original ending because they showed the original ending in the deleted scenes, which was, if you remember, there's the vial with the virus that can take out all the heroes or whatever. And in the original ending, Peter catches the vial and destroys it, so the virus is never released. And what they originally had filmed but never aired was he misses the vial and it shatters on the ground and releases the virus. Uh, I think it would have been a very, very much different show had that happened. Like, it'd be almost like the legacy virus from X-Men books. Yeah. Well, okay, the problem with that is what happened to... Okay, if any of you don't know already, which I'm sure I've talked about like nine million times, Jubilee was my favorite character, and when they turned her into a vampire is when I gave up on Marvel. Oh, yeah? <laughs> Just because they've changed a bit character? I, at that point, I was so fed <laughs> up with Marvel. Pot. Stir the pot. <laughs> I was so fed up with Marvel at that point anyways, because seriously, like to find good books, you have to wade through so much shit, and everybody fucking is tied into each other, so you have to read like ten books at a time. It's a and bit messy th- right now, yeah. Hey, and at least they didn't have your favorite character shoot someone in the head. Yeah, well, Like they know. just did with Spider-Man, so... It's not Spider-Man, it's Octo-Spider-Man. Okay. It's still Spider-Man. <laughs> That's the problem. Ghost <laughs> Peter. Force He's the Force Ghost. Ghost. Uh, right after they buy him LucasArts, it makes sense. Or Lucasfilm. Do you guys have any regret TV shows? Like, I regret I didn't keep up on Fringe. Someday I'm going to sit down and watch all of Fringe. That's one I regret, because I watched the first four or five episodes, and I just couldn't get into it. And I'm told if I'd waited around, I would have really enjoyed it. I loved it from the beginning. And I just, I, I was watching a lot at the time and stuff, and just one of those things that fell behind, and I regret it. I but see, my it plan now for J.J. Abrams' TV shows is to wait until they're done airing, so that I can know whether I actually want to invest the time in them. <laughs> Fuck yeah. That is how I do most TV shows. I regret going into TV shows when they're still on the air. You know what, that's, I really, I don't think that really can be put as much on JJ, um, as much as it was Lindelof. Because, mm-hmm. you know, Lindelof will tell you himself, yeah, he's the guy well, who killed Loss. I had severe issues with the end of Alias also, because the last season struck me as a cash grab. I never watched Alias. Uh, I think... 
I don't know. Like, I, I can't say I regret any, watching any of the TV shows that I've watched because I, I go through and I'll, I'll catch up on like back shows or whatever. There are some where I'm like sitting there like, uh, I'm just not going to watch this anymore. And that's just how I go. But like right now I'm kind of, right, I'm trying to psych myself up to watch Doctor Who. I really am not digging the 11th Doctor all that much. So I'm like, oh. Man, I can't wait. I taped. You know what I did? I I'm gonna ease myself off Walking Dead Sunday nights by taping Doctor Who Saturday <laughs> and watching it in place of Walking Dead. That way, you know, like because it's too much of a shock to the system when you're like that next Sunday. You're like, oh, it's gone. Oh. Yeah. Well, yeah, you have Game of Thrones on at the same time as what uh, Walking Dead was on, so I have that to switch over to. But. Okay. Okay. I don't know. I'm not a Doctor Who fan or whatever, but it made me. It was very sad to me when it, when J- uh, John Barrowman came out and said he wouldn't be on the fiftieth. Yeah. Yeah. What happened there? Why did he say that? Because they didn't want him back for it, I guess. He had his own show with Torchwood and everything like that. I think. Yeah. I I don't know if it's they didn't want him or he has because he's on Arrow. Well, no, no, has- no. Arrow wasn't a problem because one of the guy, one of the showrunners on Arrow, had point. Blank told him, he goes, I'm a huge fan of Doctor Who and Torchwood. He goes, if you need to go back to do filming for something, we'll work around it. You go back and do it, damn it. Oh. <laughs> you know what? I honestly think he just wasn't in the script. Yeah. I think it came down to the script they wanted to do. It only involved two of the Doctors and not really anybody. Because it's not like Amy and Rory, and they're not all coming back. You know what I mean? Uh, they, I think they said they're making appearances. Oh, um, really? Ten, David Tennant and Rose, or what's her name, Billy Piper, are both going to be in it. Yeah, yeah. They they David Tennant on set. And the young, the young Amy, the girl, you know, fish sticks and custard. <laughs> yeah, she's uh, she's gonna actually going to be in it too. Well, An- Anthony in the chat room has said Alias and Archer are on his list once he can afford Netflix again. Alias is good. Naki is loves I'm Archer. So hardcore Archer fan. And then he says, after what The Walking Dead did in their season finale, fuck that show. Yeah, I'm pretty much. I'm. I was. I've been feeling pretty mad about Walking Dead this since we came back from the mid season. I just felt like we had like we're gonna have a war. We're gonna have a war. We're gonna talk about this war for three episodes, and we're gonna have this war. We're gonna have this war. We're gonna just shoot at each other a little bit. That's our war. The end. This is how I'm looking at it. Like mm-hmm. Amanda is dead. Andrea. Andrea. Sorry, Andrea is dead. And, uh, (laughs) sorry, yeah, spoilers for anybody ridiculous enough not to have watched it yet. But I'm kind of, I wasn't a fan of her. And a lot of people I know kind of were, but I think now that I'm willing to sacrifice that season finale to get on away from her shit. I I think her fans are fans from the comic who liked comic book Andrea, who is nothing like TV show Andrea. I thought that they were just going to give her her scars. Like, I thought that was what was going to happen. She's not the one I expected to die, to be honest, just because I thought that was too obvious for Andrea to die. Yeah. Who did you expect to die, then? Honestly, I figured it was going to be Herschel. How does the one-legged man survive in the zombie apocalypse if you have to leave the prison? I thought they would leave the prison. I thought the prison would get destroyed. I thought a few would go, just like last year. I didn't yeah. think it'd be one. I thought we would see several top characters get fucking bited. Nothing I thought, happened. I thought there was an outside chance that Carl would bite it too, not because they dislike the character, but because you run into the same problem they have with that one kid on Lost, where the kid's growing up too fast to be on film. Yeah. Well, they already did change his age for the show. I mean, he's seven in the comic book. That's true. Mm. Let's see. More uh, spoilers, 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 but fucking the, the governor's just gone? He just went? He just shot them all left? Like, well... 
he's going <laughs> the news came out, I think the Hollywood Reporter had it, that David Morrissey has been signed to be a series a season four regular, so the governor will be back next season. Well what what were they gonna do after the governor? I mean I've I've only read up until the governor in the comic book because um I got really weirded out by the Michonne torture porn thing going on, and I know that she gets her revenge. It's just kind of really freaked me out, so I haven't picked it up past that. Yeah. But it's um, without spoiling it, I'm not going to spoil this. But to me, for anybody who's read The Walking Dead, I feel like the governor is a mix of the governor in the comic and a future character that has yes. been on the show. I completely agree. I won't say anything else other than that, but I think that the governor is a combination of these two characters. Yep. You could yep. spoil yep. the comic for me. That's fine. I've I've already been pretty much spoiled. I know what's going to well, happen. I do. But... It would kind. Of, it might kind of spoil it because I don't know what's going to happen. But Chris, you anybody who who knows and read and seen both of them knows what I'm saying. It's a combination. And everyone in the chat room agrees right now that they think that he's a combination of a character named spoiler. If anyone doesn't want to know, called Negan. Yeah. And the governor. Uh, both yeah. Stephen and Anthony agree. We have a couple other comments in there. Anthony said, uh, "Indeed, comic book Andrew was amazing. TV show Andrew was pathetic by, com- by comparison." And then, in reference to my thinking Herschel would die, he goes, "Don't mess with Herschel; he'll get hopping mad." Poninators, <laughs> poninators. And, and, and Stephen brought up a really good question. He goes, "Man, I wish there was a solid quality Walking Dead podcast." <laughs> and I, I've, I heard of this one called Walking the Walking Dead, but I mean, those guys seem like hacks. Whatever. Yeah, there's a dude on that road. A sixty-eight line poem that sounded real hacky. <laughs> <laughs> Who writes poems about Walking Dead? Like, come on. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm really hoping that their one guest, their one host who wasn't on this week, has a poem for this week's though. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Insider <laughs> jokes. Insider jokes. <laughs> Oh, let's see. Who wants to go next with news of the week? We've only done one story. We're a half hour in already because we've been watching. I'll go next. Let me go next. Um, Suitably, the Clone Wars um, being shut down. Uh, Done with the cartoon, uh, but not done with animation. A lot of people freaked out because they shut down the Clone Wars, and uh, I, I felt it was kind of an appropriate time and ending. There's a lot of people freaking out. The closing of LucasArts... Uh, the closing of the Clone Wars. They're shutting everything down. People are panicking and freaking out, being like, you're destroying our Star Wars. And I think it's silly. Um, I think if you're going to make a clean break, I think you need to do it properly, a.k.a. like how like Star Trek did it, how the New 52 did it. That's why I think Marvel's a bit of a mess, where DC had the balls to go, you know, just go all out and say, we're done here, here's a new beginning. And I think Star Wars needs a, a breath, a fresher breath, a breath of fresh air. And uh, I think it's a good idea. So I don't know. A lot of people are freaking out. But what they're also going to do is they're not done with animation. Obviously, they're Disney. They're going to do more. Um, but they're saying they're going to make a show that's touching on a period that's never been touched on before. Which think, goes along with the thinking that it's probably going to be a cartoon to match Episode 7. Right? There's another one that people are thinking, too, because Rick McCallum had been talking about it forever. Is Lucas had always been talking about trying to do the live-action Star Wars TV show between Episodes 3 and 4. Yeah. Not, yeah, 3 and 4. And they hadn't been able to do it because of the special effects issue, but now you've got a matter of, hey, you're owned by Disney, who owns ABC. Um, what is, okay, so with... All of this stuff that Disney is changing, 
the the big talk that we talk about a lot in the comic shop and things like that. Do you think the extended universe is gone? Yes. No. <laughs> Here's my. All right. Argument. We have, we 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 have vi- we have varying opinions. <laughs> so go. Okay. One of you. Disney. <laughs> I think a. For some reason, there's a lot of focus on Disney. People don't really focus on Disney about Marvel. The thing they talk about there is that Disney let Marvel do their own thing, and they were able to do it right, right? Which they'll get to do here, too, I imagine. Right. Now, what I'm th- yeah, there's a lot of focus on Disney, which I'm not quite sure. I do think this is all more LucasArts. I think they finally don't have a big shadow cast over them, and a lot of these creative people who are in charge are just like... Let's just fix this. Let's just do this right now. Let's cut whatever off. Let's move on to a higher level where I think Star Wars should be personally. And I really think it's Lucasfilm. I don't think it's a horrible idea. You know what I mean? So, uh, what did I say no to again? That uh, (laughs) the expanded universe was not being destroyed. Yeah, I don't think it's being destroyed. I think it's just being frozen in time and left alone. I don't think much is going to develop out of it, but I don't think they're flat out saying none of that shit happened, because that shit came from the script and story work that Lucas did, which Episode 7 will also be based on. It's all going to be about the kids. The there's, yeah, but if you read the legacy. books, there's only one solo kid alive still. Right, but they, I, I think they might do that story. Well, what they had, what, what His turn to the dark side, becoming Darth Sadus, that... You know, that's a definite possible contender. Unless well, you're, you know? Well, they have, like, the comic book uh, Legacy that's coming out right now. They just started a new series of Legacy. And, you know, all of this stuff has been, like, George Lucas approved. But that doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to approve it continuing on past January. Because, like, well, my news of the week will tie into it directly. Um, Dark Horse has to get everything out before... January. So that's why they're doing all their reprints of Legacy in the big fancy hardcovers, and those come out, like, next month, and then you have you have everything getting done before January, which is why I ask if you think that the extended universe is going to be destroyed. Because everything has to be reprinted before January. I mean, I, I, I admit that, yes, Chris is right in the fact that there's a definite chance they might, but I think there it's almost 50-50 in my mind, but I don't see how they can. How can they just wipe out 20 years of what kept Star Wars alive? I think it's because there's too much there to keep in place to be able to tell all those stories because well, some they... of those stories, the continuity's messed up between them a little bit. Oh, they already are, so why not? I'm thinking they'll just continue to change shit like Lucas did. Once he came out with the prequels, that screwed up a lot of stuff that had already been put into the yeah, expanded Yeah, like universe. all of Tim Zahn's books, although he did steal yeah. some stuff from Tim Zahn, like the name of Imperial Center being Coruscant. Although, isn't it... Okay, so... And uh, this is just from talking, because I'm still learning about the expanded universe and everything like that. I'm still reading books and stuff like that. But aren't they just finally now down to 168 years of it? Like, there's nothing written, like, in between all of the movies plus the expanded universe as as far forward as it goes? Yeah. Isn't it something like 168 years? Yes. So why wouldn't they just work in that 168... 168 years is a long fucking time. Because if they're going to put Han... If Han, Luke, and Leia are in it, it's got to be at a time that's either going to erase the expanded universe version of their kids or just do that story. But if Han, Leia, and Luke are in it, 
whatever they do is going to mess up the expanded universe unless they do it, right? There's a couple different ways I could see them going. One way is they, they kind of take a J.J. Abrams approach and they kind of take their inspiration from other things and then kind of reset things. Mm-hmm. Based off of the expanded universe, you take inspiration from it and reset it so it never existed, but you take your cues like you have Jaina and Jason and Anakin, you yeah. have Ben Skywalker... You take the things that worked out of the EU and go forward. Or if you really want to mess with people and they're keeping things really quiet, they're talking about bringing back Han, Leia, Luke. Yeah, they bring them back as histor- as uh, historical artifacts or whatever, and they're just showing like archival footage because the next Star Wars movie takes place 200 years after the last. That would be brilliant. That would be a hell of a swerve to have, like, there's a Jedi yeah. holocron with Luke Skywalker in it. He's yeah. giving advice to the current generation that he made near the end of his life. Or oh, did, like that. did you all see the uh, the? We were all trying to do different April Fools' news. There was one where uh, Lady Gaga was being cast as Dazzler in the new X Men movie. Yep. And then um, the one that I personally thought was my favorite was The Rock being cast as uh, Luke and uh, Mara Jade's son. As Ben. <laughs> the, the one the one that almost got me is there was one that like, yeah, Barbara Gordon Barbara Gordon and Bruce Wayne are being made a couple. I was like, wait a second, that makes no sense. I started to read it and went, Oh wait, April first. This doesn't I think make it's sense. It's true the rock wants in though, isn't he it? Does. Yeah, he does. He said that does in, want in. But I don't know. I'm very curious to see where they go with things. Uh, I think Elliot kind of had the right... Uh, Elliot Serrano, who guest hosted early on, said, man, Disney's going to order 66 on everything yeah. that isn't related to episode <laughs> 7. Yeah. You know what? Here's the thing about Star Wars. The, the hard thing, the difference with this universe is that time travel has never been a part of the Star Wars galaxy. Right. They've it's always never been it. touched on. Like, Star, like, time travel does not exist. So, where do you, you can't just, like, Star Trek it, you know what I mean? And be like, zoop, you know, alternate, you know, reality. So, we'll see. Yeah. And the, it, Go ahead. I was going to say, I'm just, I'm, I, the most, the thing that, that worries me the most with everything that's been written over the past 20 years and things like that is that whole January deadline. Everything has to be reprinted, republished by January, and then that's it. They, you can't reprint it anymore. You can't do anything with it anymore. Yeah, that's why all of the comic books are coming out now. That's why we have Legacy started, and the My News of the Week, and then we have uh, the current um, In the Shadows of Yav- Yavin, right? Did I say that right? Um, comic that's going on right now too, including all the Dark Times and the Firestarters, and yeah, there's, there's so, so much crap books. coming out right now. Like I can't even keep track I love it. of it. Uh, Anthony has said, uh, in reference to our April Fool's stuff, he goes, was the John Hamm, Tony Stark rumor an April Fool's joke? I never heard if that one was real or not. As far as I know, that was an April Fool's joke. The rumor was that Robert Downey Jr. was not going to be doing Avengers 2 and that John Hamm was being cast to play Tony Stark. I think if anybody was going to replace Robert Downey Jr., he'd do a damn good job. That would be an interesting... Yeah, I think the reason people latched onto that one is because they liked the idea of John Hamm taking over as Tony Stark when Robert Downey Jr. is done. But I think it's just about damn time that he played a superhero other than a member of the ambiguously gay duo. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I think John Hamm would be a great choice when Robert Downey Jr. is done, but as much as Robert Downey Jr. seems to love that character, I don't see him walking away yet. Especially when you look at the fact that Iron Man 3, by all early reports, is supposed to be really good. When Joss Whedon's saying it's good, that gives me a good feeling. I, how is he not Batman? Oh, I don't know. Like, how is John because Ryan Batman? Reynolds, because Ryan Reynolds is the next Batman. Didn't you know? <laughs> I will never not, live that. Not you got to bring that one up six months from now. It's too close to April Fool's Day. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Well, not to take us completely off path. Did you guys see some of the stuff they put up on Think Geek for their April Fools? 
things this year? Like the uh, alien chest burster in a can? I wanted one. I was so disappointed that that wasn't real. Oh, can I ask you guys something? Yeah. I, you know what I haven't heard touched on is toys as far as Star Wars. Okay. Um, I, Disney's obviously going to want to make the toys now. Are they? I, I mean, does Disney, Disney make their toys. own toys right now or do they contract it out? I don't know, I but I don't, think, I don't think there's Hasbro Disney toys. You know what I mean? I have a, uh, and it's sitting right here. I'm staring at it. I'm c- part of me wants to go grab it. Is I have Yoda, but it's done with Stitch from Lilo and Stitch. Yeah, they, so, they, I mean, they, they, they've they're, been doing that for a while because they tied into Star Tours stuff with that, I think. Yeah, yeah and, so there's some kind of connection there. But I wonder, will Hasbro continue to make the toys? And if so, are they gonna? They're obviously not going to make any more Clone Wars cartoon toys, right? Who knows? Only Star I mean, Wars toys really coming out right now. That I think that all depends on on Disney and what they decide to do with their toy contractors because I don't who do they I'm trying to see who well, they use on that one. The other question is how much longer is Hasbro's contract with Lucas for on that? I don't know how long a contract they signed because you can't really go in and change that without legal ramifications of breaking contract. Yeah, but yeah. Disney has the money that they could go about that. Yeah, but why do you want to do that? I mean, you're getting a cut of that money anyways, and there's a long-standing relationship between Lucasfilm and uh, Hasbro because Hasbro bought Kenner, who started doing the remakes in the mid '90s of them. Yeah. I think it all depends on, like, what what they see happen. Because, like, they were at Star Wars Celebration last year. Disney right. was. So, I mean, it's not like they already didn't have an influence on the toys. So, my guess is that it's going to just... They're going to see how their toy sales are and go from there. I mean, and to make a comparison here, they haven't come in and taken over the, the creation and sales of the Marvel toys. And they still sell them in the Disney stores now. They sell Marvel... They sell Disney store-exclusive versions of the Marvel Legends line. That are still made by who is it that makes those? Hasbro. I had to look up on my wall because I got a bunch of them hanging there. Right. So I, I don't think you'll. I don't think they're as worried about taking toys away because they don't have the the natural inclination towards making toys. They contract all that stuff out anyways. It's not done in house. Well, they're going to at least probably stop making the Clone Wars toys though, right? So I, I, won't, I would I won't. imagine not right away though, because what are you going to put out in the meantime? So you think they'll keep going until, until episode seven? You'll get material? some. I don't know. Oh, and Steven brings up a good point. He goes, if Disney isn't going to fight Dark Horse's contract, I doubt they'll screw with Hasbro. It's just a question of what happens after the contract runs out. And in the si- in the toy side of the things, I'm, I don't see them trying to take over and do it themselves. There's a great relationship there with Hasbro. The collectors love all the stuff they get from there. Yeah, true. I could be wrong. We'll see. I'm not... I've never been real good with being the avid toy collector. It's basically whatever people give me. Oh, I've got tons. I can't, I can't just, I don't have any place to put it. I don't know if you all can tell, but my room is fucking packed. So it's like, I really want it, like, because I would really like my own nice lightsaber and not the plastic one that my nephew steals and beats me up with. Like, that'd be great, but I don't have any place to put it <laughs> anywhere. I have I a mirrored wall. I a place wall. to put 76. <laughs> I need. I want to get one of the Master Replicas lightsabers. It's on my list, but before I do that, I want to get the Iron Man Arc Reactor replica from the second movie, which is at my local comic book store. I just haven't bought it yet. They have. There's a site called Ultra Saber that I have been kind they're of following. Custom yeah, sabers are. and stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah, they're they're amazing. There's Park lightsabers. They're, yep, they're, they're I remember Park custom company. Some really good stuff out there. Just you know what? Go on eBay too. I, I have to stay away from eBay for the fact that I'll just troll through lightsabers for hours because there's such amazing work on there. 
just art, you know what I mean? I kind of want it forever. Sorry Can for that. Guys, Chris? Uh, for those of you guys watching live, there's a short hiccup. We're back. For some reason, it made me log in in the middle of the Hangout. That's weird. To, to renew my connection. We're back live on there. Hi. No shits. <laughs> that, that's really weird. It's the second time that's done that to me. Is it's decided you need to log in right in the middle of a Google Hangout. And then, of course, I fat-fingered the password the first time, too, because it's like, oh, shit. Uh, the problem that I've had with Google lately is it because I have all of my accounts, because I have uh, my normal email account that almost everybody has, and then uh, then I have, like, specifically for public profile, and then specifically for, like, my old bakery that doesn't exist anymore, and then, like, things like that. They're all linked into one account. So mm-hmm. I'll log in, and all of a sudden it'll log into just one of the random accounts that I have not logged into in forever. And I'm like sitting there like, um, I don't want to be in my science fiction account. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, it gets me, you have to have, does everybody have a master list? Like, I have, I have to have this master list of all my accounts and passwords and, like, <laughs> just to keep shit straight, because I don't know where I'm going. I've When it comes to passwords, I've never really had that problem, like, forgetting but unless I haven't logged into something in a long fucking time. See, I've got about four or five different passwords at one time that I rotate between my accounts until it's reset time. Pretty much. <laughs> I reset all of them. Um, okay, so, so let's what, circle what, back. What, <laughs> were we talking about lightsabers when I disappeared? <laughs> I can't remember. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Naki, have, they have the little tiny master replicas that Those are really sweet cool. too. You're not, you're not helping my, my financial situation, <laughs> Jay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I have things to buy. Talk about your, uh, bring up your uh, uh, news of the week, because I think I know what it is I'm excited about. It. Now. Okay. Uh, so my news of the week actually ties in directly what we were talking about before, um, is Dark Horse is releasing a new comic book, and it is an ad- adaptation of Lucas's original Star Wars draft. So, the th- the original Star Wars movie that we were going to get, but was vetoed out or whatever, I don't actually know how exactly it went down, um, is now becoming comic book form by Dark Horse. Now, Dark Horse has done, uh, the current, is doing the current series with the, in the Shadow of Yavin, it's current, it's doing the current Legacy series, and it, it, it does all the Star Wars stuff. And they are, like I mentioned earlier, they are releasing a hardcover le- Legacy of the original Legacy series. So, um, well, as we were talking about, we were, uh, that everything's being printed out now before January, so now would be the time to get to uh, your local comic book so store. Is this with Luke Starkiller? Yes. Uh, yes. Okay, sweet. I am ridiculously excited about this. General Luke Skywalker, Alien Han Solo, and Sith Knights. Hmm, intriguing. Shit, yeah. <laughs> I'll be checking it's gonna it out. Be so, it's going to be like ridiculously weird. Uh, I mean, I this kind of sounds it. like what it was going to, what, like, the seventh one should be. I don't know. Am I wrong in thinking that? Um, kind of. It's. I mean, it's, I mean, it's not like okay. They spelled laser wrong, and it's really kind of driving me nuts. Um, laser swords? Yeah, they're yeah. not lightsabers. They're laser swords. And the Is that what they were in the original draft, though? And uh, yeah. in the original conceptual art, I don't know if it was in the original draft, but. Uh, in the original conceptual art that Ralph McQuarrie did, I actually have an action figure of it. The stormtroopers, they looked like stormtroopers, but they had shields and a lightsaber. Right. And it, uh, it'd be really cool if we get to see that. 
it's debuting in September. It's going to be an eight-issue miniseries. Awesome. And it's... Um, It'll be written by Lucas Books executive editor J.W. Rinsler and drawn by Mike Mayhew. Um, I'm intrigued. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be fun. They're really going out with a bang. Like the, the they're redoing the Star Wars and they're just amazing. And the uh, Alex Ross covers and they're just beautiful. And now they're gonna give us this. Yeah, Dark Horse is going out with a fucking bang. Good, more power to them. Yeah. It's I mean, cool I, Lucas to let them do this as one last thing too. They could be like, "No, just run out your run," but they're they, they've made a new deal with Lucasfilm to like do this, right? Yeah, yeah I think so. so. Yeah, it's pretty cool to Lucas to be like, "Yeah, okay, you know, do your thing one more time." I love it. More Star Wars, the better. That's how I look at it. Yeah. Uh, and I keep picturing it. I really do. I keep picturing in my head what. A JJ Star Wars just would look like, and it just, oh, I'm, I think it'll look very nice. I'm telling you, the problem is he's got too much power in nerd culture now. No man should have that much power. Yeah, it's, uh, you know. He's got Star Wars and Star Trek right now. Holy crap. But, you know, I think you got to remember that he's kind of one of us, you know. He grew up watching what we watched, and... He's, you know, naturally a good filmmaker, so it just almost makes sense, you know? It's true. Well, we were talking News of the Week, and we were talking Star Wars here. Let's do one more Star Wars piece in the gaming side. Uh, as you guys know, LucasArts was the gaming side of the house for Lucasfilm. They're responsible for a lot of games like X-Wing versus TIE Fighter, um, the uh, Dark Forces games, things like that. Well, they had... Everyone, LucasArts is gone now, basically. They fired off all the developers, and they've basically put Star Wars 1313 on indefinite hiatus, which was the game they showed off at E3 that was supposed to take place as like a, in the seedy underbelly of Coruscant, dealing with bounty hunters and the... Boba um, Fett game. That's what actually came out. Supposedly, the rumor is, the true hero for Star Wars 1313 was supposed to be Boba Fett. At E3, they weren't showing any of the characters. They had a temporary character model put in place of the things. But the rumor is 1313 revolved around Boba Fett, and now it is on indefinite hold. It doesn't mean it's canceled, because the new plan with LucasArts is to basically use LucasArts to license out all of the game developing. So there's a slight chance they might be able to license it out to someone to develop the game. Can't they just take what they have and give it to a company and be like, here, finish this? Or can't another company hire people and then, I don't know. It's possible. It depends on how close they were to being done, I think. Yeah. I mean, the game, if you go back and look at a lot of the uh, of the uh, backstory on it, it's changed multiple times from it what sound- it's supposed to be. From what it sounded like, they had a pretty s- solid plan, and it was going to be released within the next couple of years. It was supposed to come out next year, I think. It, yeah. The interesting thing is it was originally supposed to be an MMO, and they changed that plan, I think probably based off of how the Old Republic performed. Oh, poor Old Republic. It tried so hard. Yeah, I mean, but... There's success that LucasArts has had with licensing out games before, too, because they licensed out Knights of the Republic to BioWare. BioWare knocked it out of the park. Because it's BioWare pre-EA buying. Right, and they did licensed out uh, Jedi Academy and Jedi Knight 2 to uh, Raven Software, which, oh, side I note... I never played those. You can easily get them now. They put the source code out on the web for free. Fancy! For Jedi Knight and Jedi... Uh, Knight, excuse me, for Jedi Knight 2 and Jedi Academy. Well, looks like I'm going to be playing games. I loved those games. 
They're fantastic. I'll put those in the show notes for anyone that wants them. But why the did we ever source... remake Masters of Terrascasi? Because it was a bad game. <laughs> Great game. No, it was not a very good game. Wasn't that the that was the fighting game, right? That was yes. on P- uh, the original PlayStation, or was yeah. it PS2? It was PlayStation. That, that game brought a lot of a lot of good times and joy to me and Potato Wastes. Good times. <laughs> you and actually, right now I'm looking at the article. You can go to SourceForge.net and download the source code for Jedi Outcast and Jedi Academy as we speak. Um. So we suddenly lost all of our listeners because they're going to go play that now. Yeah, <laughs> but Raven put it out for free right after it was announced that Lucas Arts was being killed, folded. I'm not sure what the right term is to go. And supposedly it's worth looking just to read the programmers' notes according to this article because there's some really uh, funny programmers' notes. One of which was uh, involving the lighting. One programmer writes, "Yeah, this is completely ridiculous." Another piece of code for particle classes. Man, this just seems like uncool and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Her programmer notes are hilarious, though. Uh, Anthony says, no need to remake it, as you are still playing it, Jay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I wonder if Sean still has it. I'm going to see. I don't know if he ever got rid of it. He might even, st- if he still has his original PlayStation. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I-, I really wish we would get Star Wars 1313. That was the biggest thing that bothered me about LucasArts going away, because they haven't put out good games recently. Because, like, I... The, uh... You, the Force Unleashed games were fun, but they weren't exactly good. They were really short. Yeah, and that, the other yeah. problem is we'll never see the ending of the Force Unleashed trilogy either. That's true. And I really liked, like, I liked the story of it. The gameplay was awful, and it was yeah. really short. But Starkiller was the... way too overpowered, too. Yeah. Isn't there a comic about it now? I don't think so. They I, might I do think, a comic to finish it. I thought they made a comic to continue the... Force Unleashed guys. I, I think they did tie-in comics t- and books to when the games came out that were basically okay. adaptations of the game, but I don't know if there's one that continues the story. Because, spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't played it, Force Unleashed 2 ends with Starkiller and the light side ending, which is canon, having Starkiller capture Vader and be delivering him to the Rebel Alliance for trial. And you know something goes down after that. <laughs> yeah, we know that something has to happen because we see Darth Vader in Episode 4. Yeah. <laughs> Which takes place literally a year or two after Force Unleashed. When's it? It's coming out 2015. Yeah, 2015 is Star Wars Seven. Is the I wonder rumor. how they're gonna be about it because he's so secretive. I hope they stay really secretive. I don't want yeah. a bunch of spoilers on the internet because it takes all of my willpower right now not to read the Iron Man three spoilers. You know what the trilogy or the prequels were missing? That was the main getcha of the entire original trilogy. A big part of the reason that that was a success was Luke, I am your father. Yeah, which no that one knew moment made that entire fucking trilogy where the whole world went, "What the fuck?" And I think it is great to go and see some of the YouTube reaction videos of people post like their kids or their friends who've never seen them. They put a camera on them about when he goes, "No, I am your father," yeah. and just to see the reactions on some people's faces. There's one with this one kid. The kid just kind of do stares at the screen. He's like. And he looks over at his dad, he's like, what? And stares back at the screen. I'm like, this is awesome. This is what it's supposed to feel like, because that's what it was for me when I found out that Vader was Luke's father. See, I think I was spoiled on it just by knowing Dutch, because Vader means father. Yeah, Yeah, I know. (laughs) So, it's like, oh, I already knew. But that's okay. 
it's a fantastic reveal, and it's just like if you've ever played Knights of Republic 1, the twist reveal that takes place in there, too. It was the same kind of reaction for me, because you didn't see it coming, and you're like, holy crap. They need to ha- be able to keep that, and I don't know, they're just going to have to lock down the set or something. It's a lot harder in today's world. Not but I think JJ things. can come up with one of those moments. You know what I mean? Or they'll start doing things like they did in Empire, where they film extra scenes that are never going to be in there just to put out fake stuff. I mean, Luke battling Vader on Cloud City, since James Earl Jones wasn't on set to direct the audio, they had someone reading Vader's lines out loud. They had different lines, and it was was, uh, when he says in the movie, he goes, no, I'm your father, or Obi-Wan never told you the truth, I'm your father. In this case, it was Obi-Wan never told you the truth, I killed your father, is what he said on set. Uh. Or no, excuse me, maybe it was Obi-Wan killed your father. I can't remember. But those there were fake lines that were put on set, and Hamill reacted based off of that. So the only people that knew the actual lines were Mark Hamill, George Lucas, and James Earl Jones yeah. for what was going to happen in Empire, because those were the only ones that needed to. People, imagine if you're on the on the set, and he says to Luke, no, I killed your father, and, uh, and Luke freaks out that much. <laughs> the guys on the set are just like, why is he losing it so no, I, I think it had to be that Obi-Wan killed your father, because Obi-Wan had told him that Vader killed his father oh, from a right. certain point of yeah, view. So yeah. if I, I I'll, let me okay. redact a little bit and say that it was Vader says no, Obi Wan killed your father. That's nice. Which you could still have that heartbreak then too, yeah. because he trusted Obi Wan. Obi Wan been his guide, and so if you're just on set, you're like, hey, this is really cool. And if that gets out, Lucas is like, I don't give a crap because that's not what actually happens. <laughs> they I need to have I that. still can't believe this all actually happened. Yeah, I've been saying for years, just have him give it away. Yeah, like let let the kids do it and it's going to be so good. We need another we need another good twist like that. They didn't have anything like that in the prequels and that's kind of what sucked. Yeah. Cuz we all knew it was coming. I, like I've always said if I ever have kids, they're watching the orders of the movies how I saw them, not numerical order. They almost set it up. They almost tried to make it seem as if the big reveal was going to be that you found out Palpatine was Darth Sidious. Mhm. But too many people already had that prior knowledge, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, he was the only one that could be. Yeah, like, if you have no knowledge of Star Wars at all, you may be able to, like, show a kid them all, and the kid be surprised when he finds out that, you know, the Emperor is, or that Palpatine is Sidious, you know? Yep. But, yeah, it's too bad. I don't know. I I just want to go there, good twist. Apparently, we just ruined Empire Strikes Back for Steven and Anthony. Oh, I'm sure you've already seen it. Sorry, guys. If you haven't seen Empire Spoilers. by now. Spoilers. <laughs> Spoilers. I actually would legitimately feel bad if I didn't think they were trolling me right now. <laughs> oh, hell no, I wouldn't. I'd be like, get your shit together. <laughs> My kids, you too, have seen it. The only people who haven't seen Star Wars are the people in Star Wars, because they lived. They lived the Star Wars. Thank you, Marshall. <laughs> Uh, let, let's burn through a little bit of comic book movie news, and then we'll play a game. But uh, Would you like to play a game? I just did the butt-off from How I Met Your Mother. I'm thinking everyone's taking a drink when I do that. <laughs> <laughs> it has been announced that Avengers 2 begins shooting in early 2014. They'll be shooting in the United Kingdom at the same set that they shot for the Dark World in. So I'm hey. guessing green screen. Hey. hey, guess what? I got my passport. Guess who's going to England? Yeah. England's coming fun. for you. <laughs> but we don't know anything more other than the fact that it is supposed to start shooting in early 2014 and the tentative release date is May 1st, 2015. 
So who knows? Yeah. I'm. I just want to just stock that set just because I'm one of those people who I'm, I'm kind of excited to see Man of Steel just because I want to see how many times they accidentally show up because I walked through that set so many times while they were <laughs> filming in Chicago because I didn't realize they were filming. That's funny. And we've also been talking about the fact that Robert Redford had signed on to play a role in Shield in uh, Captain America Two. He did an interview about what his role is. And he described his role as, quote, the head of S.H.I.E.L.D. in Captain America 2. Now, if you put an eye patch on him and a little bit of gray at the temples, he would look quite a lot like Nick Fury from the 616 world. We actually talked about yeah. that quite a bit this week, and yeah. we're saying that he could be Nick Fury. Yeah, I don't know if they White probably won't Nick do it Fury. since there's already a Nick Fury, but I don't know, I'm intrigued. Because it I makes heard, it seem as I though... I thought I heard a name. I think he's like the head, like a general something. I haven't seen any names yet. This article could be a little out of date. I pulled it up probably about three days ago, so there might have been more stuff that came into play. Right. But we do know it takes place in the present day. Suppose there's flashbacks to World War II, so maybe he's a precursor to Nick Shield back during that time? I don't know. I'm intrigued. I think Robert Redford's an awesome actor, and I like seeing some of these awesome older actors come in and play big roles in comic book movies, because... It helps Odin. legitimize them more. Yeah, Anthony Hopkins is Odin. That's still, Odin was the best thing. Yeah, that still blows my mind. That was pretty sweet. Martin Sheen is Uncle Ben. Yep, <laughs> that's fucking great. I mean that that movie wasn't the greatest, but I just watched it again last night because it's on HBO now, and I'm I like, really like, liked it. But they need to keep the mask on. Yes. I like, I like what the new costume seems to look like in Amazing Spider-Man 2 from the set photos, because it's basically the Raimi costume, but with bigger eyes. And yeah. not basketball textured? Yeah, and doesn't look to be basketball textured either. Is it the, is it the J. Scott Campbell one? With the, with the mm, cat eyes. They're big sure. cat eyes type Well, thing. they're not... It's not McFarlane-sized eyes, but it's more in line with what his current look is, eye-wise. Uh, hang on, I'll put it in the, cat, in the chat. Oh, the I wish they McFarlane-sized eyes. I don't know. I was not a fan of the original three at all. So I'm excited that they redid things. I think he's a much better Parker. I still have my issues with Amazing Spider-Man the movie, but I'll go see the next one because I'm a sheep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've also talked about before the S.H.I.E.L.D. TV series um, everyone's been going man, Joss Whedon's doing a TV show but it has none of his past actors in it well, wrong answer, he just cast one of the actors from Angel, you guys remember uh, J. August Richards, he played the role of Gunn in Angel, he's going to have a mystery role in S.H.I.E.L.D. we don't know what it is, but he's continuing his trend Joss Whedon of bringing in his old actors to do stuff <laughs> no clue who it is and that's all assuming the show actually gets picked up, but considering it's a pilot for ABC who owns Disney, who owns the Avengers... They'd be I'm idiots not sure to pick... How, would you, how do you not... Especially Avengers 2 will come out. Exactly. And kind of be, they'll connect it somehow. It's, it's like a money press. Fool. You'd be a fool not to put that on air. Yeah, I, I honestly don't see them not greenlighting it because it's basically going to be just print-off money because everyone's going to want to watch it because Coulson's back. And everybody loves Coulson. And Clark uh, Clark Gregg did an interview, and he goes, yeah, that's one of the big plot threads, assuming this all gets picked up, is how Coulson actually survived. So well, it won't get revealed immediately, is what they're saying. Should be interesting. It's not like we saw him in the movie. Yeah. 
comic book law applies. We never saw the dead body. Yep. Well, we even did. then, you could see the dead body in comic books. They still come back in two months. That's true, too. I'm waiting for Damien to come back. Just waiting. And they put GSP as that Leapster. Yeah, he's George uh, George St. Yeah, Pierre is going to supposedly be uh, Batroc the Leaper in Cap 2. Now, I don't know if Batroc's really the greatest character to bring in, but what do I know? I don't know much about Cap, so... Cap is a... I just find Cap boring, because he's just... He's super guy wins everything, kind of like Superman. So. They showed some of the concept art for Cap 2, though, which has him fighting the Winter Soldier. And the Winter Soldier's punching the shield, and you see sparks flying off of it, so it's going to be badass. Wasn't, well, um... Isn't this movie called The Winter Soldier? I think so. Yeah. So I would be kind of disappointed if they didn't put. I know, the but Soldier we're actually starting to get to see it, and the Winter Soldier costume looks pretty much like what it looked like in the comics. Anthony That's says an he could be Luke Cage. Uh, Robert Redford, sorry, Robert Redford could be Luke Cage. How's Robert Redford going to be Luke Cage? Well, he says Nick Fury Jr., Luke Cage, or if they're ballsy and want to have a great story, Black Panther. I could have. All those guys are here. black. And Robert I think Redford's I, an old white dude. I think I missed something. <laughs> somewhere in here. <laughs> I missed somewhere. I missed something. <laughs> I'm so confused right now because I'm like, wait, Luke Cage? Are they completely swapping everything? <laughs> I'm so confused. Aww. I'm did, easily confused, guys. Did any of you guys see G.I. Joe 2 yet? No. No. Well... They already greenlit GI Joe three, so I was going to ask you guys if you thought it was a good idea or a bad Have idea. Have you seen it, Chris? I haven't seen it yet either. I want I've, to. Oh, I wish I've we had someone who's seen it. I've heard very mixed reviews from people who have seen it. There are some who were like, "Yeah, The Rock made it awesome," and then the others who were like, "And it, I, everyone has said the same thing. It's better than the first one." Well, uh, watching I, shit dry on the walls better than the first one. Yeah, I want to know how they change how they what their reasoning for the changes from characters in the first one is though. Because it was awful, and they no, wanted I to don't get mean, away from that. I know the real reasons, but I mean, in the storyline, will they explain where they went? Well, I guess instead of okay, so we know how we were. Fox General Hawk. We were all talking about the whole. Um, they went back to reshoot it thing um, to add more Ch- Chatham, whatever Chatham, his name. Chatham. Is. Yeah. Thank you. Um, and spoiler alert! And if anybody's planning on seeing this, but spoiler alert: he still dies 15 minutes in. So I don't know if they just reshot it for the whole 3D rendering thing. Or if they wanted to give him more than five minutes on screen. I'm not quite sure. Yeah, uh, what, what Anthony was talking about, about who J. August Richards could be playing, he goes, he could, he's the uh, one that could have been Fury Jr., Luke Cage, or T'Challa. And that'd be a minute. really cool that, way to... That, wait, that makes way yeah. more sense, because I'm like, wait, what? They killed Duke? Yeah. I'm not seeing that movie. They killed off just about everyone but Roadblock and Snake Eyes and Lady J. I'm not seeing that movie. But it's The Rock. The Rock makes everything better. Yeah, but he ain't, he ain't Duke. What's G.I. Joe without Duke? That's... Yeah, but Channing Tatum was terrible as Duke. Uh-oh, and that's, that's not a lie either. G.I. Joe 1 raped my childhood worse than Transformers 3 ever did. Yeah, I don't know about th- that. They were horrible movies. Just horrible. At least the first one. Horrible, horrible Yeah. Movie. Transformers 4 is casting in Chicago right now. I got that email earlier today. Oh, boy. Fucking Transformers. I might might do it just for the fucking paycheck. Because it's just extras work. They don't actually look at you. Well, let's play a game, then. We're at about the hour and five minute long mark. Are you guys down for that? 
Alright. Sure. Let's play a game of factor fix. It's the new game that's sweeping the nation. ATGN is proud to bring you Fact or Fiction. The rules are simple. We make a simple statement. You, the contestant, tell us whether it's fact or fiction. Now let's get ready to play the game. And we haven't played it in a little while. For those that are new to the show or don't remember, Fact or Fiction is it's a pretty simple game. Basically, I'll toss out a statement to our panelists, to all of our friends in the chat room. And they will have the option to say whether that statement is fact or fiction and their opinion why that would be. And I will award points based off of what I think is the best answer or the funniest answer or really just for shits and giggles because the points don't matter. They're just for shits and giggles. If you win, you get a no prize. I like no prizes. Stan Lee likes them too, so hopefully he doesn't sue me for having stolen the term no prize as I said it. Sorry, Stan. If you're watching, I'm sorry. If you're, if you're watching, really, it's pretty awesome. If if you're really nice, I might send. What what do I have here that I've never opened? I have a I'm copy afraid. of Twenty Eight Days Later and Twenty Eight Weeks Later double feature that I've never opened, and I'm not quite sure where it came from. Ooh, I haven't seen Twenty Eight Weeks Later. I've seen Twenty Eight Days Later. I've heard it's pretty bad. <laughs> I enjoy Twenty Eight uh, Days Later. It's not horrific, but it's not anywhere as good as the first one. But I have two factor. Statements right now. I'll come up with a third as we go. But the first one: Disney shutting down LucasArts is a bad idea. Fact or fiction? And who would like to go first? Go on, Jay. It's all you. Uh, shutting it is a bad. Um, I'm gonna say, and this is a very uneducated guess, but I'm gonna say it's fiction. Okay. Because. Um, well, I don't know. I'm not very informed on the game side of things. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Honestly, I'm leaning towards fiction also because a lot of people are upset just because of the legacy of LucasArts, but when you go back and look, they've been licensing out more and more of their stuff, and the LucasArts-made games haven't really been that good lately. Either if they're good or, if they're, good or they're not, they're still going to make more games. It's not like they're right. done making Star Wars video games. That's ridiculous, right? Right. They're the key point here is they're going to be... LucasArts is now responsible for licensing out these yeah. Star Wars games. The only thing that really has me bothered, like I've said before, is no Star Wars 1313 now, unless they decide to put the game out there and say, here, we need you to finish this. That's what I want. I want that game. I want my Boba Fett game. Damn it. Yeah. And sometimes these big ships, they turn slowly, you know? People freak out right away, and, you know? All that hard work was put into it. Um, you know, maybe they'll choose not to waste it once they sort things out. You know. Well, I mean, and the sad thing with gaming is the sad truth really is that you can put years worth of time into a game and it can still get canceled, never see the light of day. It's yeah. just the nature of the gaming business. But how about yourself, Naki? Fact or fiction? It's a bad idea for LucasArts to be dissolved. <sighs> I'm. I'm kind of torn, because, I mean, yes, you're right. The past few games have not been great. But we still have games in our systems that are like Knights of the Old Republic. And games that we've all enjoyed, regardless of the fact of that they sent them out to other things. Now, with that being said, that doesn't mean Star Wars games aren't going to get made. Or anything like that. My thought is... I'm more irritated that we're not going to get a 1313. Or if we do, it's going to be even longer of a wait. Um, I don't... 
I, I'm really just kind of on the fence. I just want to wait and see. I'm I'm one of those people who would rather wait and see to to before forming an actual opinion because we've it's only it was what three days ago. So yeah, two or three days it, ago. So we can't really say, you know, oh, this is the worst thing ever. It was kind of like when people automatically jumped down Disney's throats for buying Lucas. You know, it was like, well, he, it, it was stagnant. He wanted to make some money still and, you know, be able to even give this more creativity behind it. I, don't, I didn't think it was a bad thing that Disney bought it. Well, so, the one thing I will say about Lucas that you got to give him credit, he basically developed LucasArts as a shop for these guys to go and play and build things like that, and he was very involved, supposedly, in 1313. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's not like... So, I, I don't think Disney's destroying Star Wars. I don't think anything like that. I'm just waiting to see, you know, once January hits is really once the contract hits, which means all of the publications, you know, that we are that we've grown accustomed to, that we're currently getting from Dark Horse, things like that, that's when all that ends. That's when all the reprints end. That's when uh all of the game licensing, that's when everything just kind of shifts over to Disney and that's what I'm waiting to see. I'm waiting to see what happens at that point. Right. Like, so who's the I'm, best I'm, video game company out there? Who makes the best video games? If anyone says EA, Adahe is going to appear out of nowhere and smite you. <laughs> just, he's just going to appear next to you this and This is a legitimate question, because I don't know. I so think like, some who's... of that's subjective. It depends on the kind of games you like to play. Yeah. Right. Like, I'm okay. a, I'm, I'm big into, like, the shoot-em-up games, so my personal favorites are Gearbox and Epic. Um, See, and I would say Gearbox, I would say Bungie... And based off of Halo 4, I would even put 343 Industries up there. And now these companies get a chance to make Star Wars games. Right. I mean, since it's right? going to be licensed out, these guys can be like, hey, we want to make a Star Wars game, or hey, we want to make this game based off of LucasArts property. Ba- based like off Simon's- of uh, Gearbox's... Sorry, it's based off of Gearbox's history of, of taking other people's games and doing their own, I don't want them to do that. Yeah, we saw Aliens Colonial Marine. We saw Duke Nukem Forever. <laughs> it's Both just a miracle that hit we got a couple comments in the chat room Anthony said fiction bring in new blood let someone else decide what to do with the Star Wars universe going forward and hope that's a change for the better Steven has also said fiction it's one less thing with Lucas on it let's face it the less things with Lucas name on it the better Anthony also said EA so I'm waiting for just him to say ow because Anth- or Adahe just appeared and punched him in the face. Yes, Adahe's rage will come and strike you down. But I guess I have to award points here. I'm going to give everyone a point because we all had we're all pretty rational about it. There was no hate on the fact it's gone. So well done, everyone, to get over your fanboy rage and to think about it versus Hur- react. Hooray! Adultism. I don't like it. It feels. I was really proud I need a shower. of the geek community when Disney did buy Star Wars because there was a lot of people who immediately realized this could be a really good thing. Right. Guys, Star Wars on ice. I want this to happen. (laughs) Han Solo's been on ice for years. I've been waiting (laughs) since I was fucking five years old. We can have a whole Star Wars on ice when they're on Hoth. It'll be great. (laughs) Been waiting for this my whole fucking life. (laughs) Alright, statement two. I wish Adahe were here for this one. He would love it. Let's see. The Rock wants to be in Star Wars, so The Rock should be cast in Star Wars 7 in some capacity. Fact or fiction? We'll start with whoever wants to go first. I I got this one. I am faction because they could cast him as a good role. Like, I could see him totally being, like, a bounty hunter. 
Exactly. Um, but if they cast him as like, if they do like the the Sam Jackson thing where they cast him as a as a Jedi and you know he won't do it unless he gets a purple lightsaber type thing, that's a, that's a whole different thing. Well, and I will say this just came from they were talking to the Rock on the red carpet for GI Joe and they were asking why he liked G.I. Joe so much was the fact he played with G.I. Joe's and Star Wars toys so much as a kid. So they asked him, would you want to be in Star Wars? He's like, oh, hell yes, I want to be in Star Wars. Someone make it happen, basically. Who doesn't want to be in Star Wars, though? So I think from his point of view, I think he'd be happy with any kind of role. And I think if they did something that was either him as, like, a bounty hunter or him as just, like, an extra in there or something, that would be really cool. I don't think he has to have, like, a, a main character role. My point of view, though. How about yourself, Jay? What do you think? I think, uh, fact, it's a fact was it's a good idea right yeah it's a good idea <laughs> um from reading the comics and being a comic fan there have been several characters that if properly applied i could see him playing and doing really well there's been a couple pretty big badass sith lords oh yeah yeah shave the rock shave up his head put maybe a couple like you know put a few little prosthetic you know developments on his face or whatever and uh yeah, not as like a main hero in the movie, but absolutely I could see him with a big giant red lightsaber slicing someone down for sure. Or put, or put him in some Mandalorian armor. That's what I was thinking. Like I could totally see him rocket as or, as as about or or better yet. Mando, I'll tell you. <laughs> He's Lando's son. <laughs> we'll but call yeah, him I've seen characters that could be tweaked a little to be the Rock. Sure. Yeah, um, in the chat room, Anthony said, "Fiction as Star Wars does not need the Rock, though having the Rock could only help it." And he goes, "The Rock as Darth Krayat. That could be cool. Uh, I don't think he could pull that off. I think that's too weighty a role for his yeah. acting skills." And he says he would be a badass Mando as well. I'm assuming Mandalorian. Yeah, but as like one of crates like you know minions, like one of the members of his Sith army, for sure, definitely. I would love to. I would love to get him in there in some capacity. I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of actors that are just saying I'd love to be in Star Wars in some shape. So I hope they don't turn it into like a glorified cameo appearance of everyone who's ever wanted to be in it. I was gonna say because everybody wants to fucking be in Star Wars. Everybody. Yeah, but, yeah, but not everyone's the fucking Rock. That's true. That is that is also true. And uh, I'm trying to think if JJ has any actors that he likes to use. Hmm. I, I think really, he probably won't it, use any of his Star Trek ones. I was gonna say, but uh, Evan, what's her name? Chick who played Kate on Lost that I hated with a fiery passion because she's fucking stupid. I fucking hate Kate. Sorry, yeah, hate. Was, yeah, of course you hate Kate. And uh, yeah, Kate and Jack were useless pieces of shit, and I just wanted to kill him after season one. Jack, was no. Lily? Oh, I have all faith in Jack. Oh God, no! I hated Jack. <laughs> Jack, Jack is our hero. No, no, Hurley is your hero. <laughs> Hurley and John Locke. Those are your heroes right there. Yeah. Let's see. I got to award points here. I'm going to give one to Jay because he's the Aww. guest host. Because <laughs> <laughs> my argument made any sense. No, your argument made sense. All the arguments made sense here. That was the problem. We're all being too... We all agree too much right now. We're all being rational. Rational and grown up, and that scares me. <laughs> now, I don't last, like it. I don't like it. Our last statement here, I'm going to have to give a little bit of backstory on it. It's not Star Wars related, but they've been talking about the fact they want to do sequels to Independence Day, which came out in 1996. I'm sure you guys remember that one. 
Yeah. Yes. Okay. Now, Roland Emmerich an alien in the face. was promoting White House Down, and he gave some backstory about what they want to do for the sequels. And let me give you a little bit of backstory. The humans knew that one day the aliens would come back, and they would be, excuse me, and the only way you can really travel in space is through wormholes. So if the aliens could take two or three weeks, but for us, the humans, it's been 20 or 25 years since the last movie. Basically, the aliens are coming back. In that time, humans have been using and modifying the alien technology they came across in the first film. Because this is a parallel history. It's not going to be the same history as what we've lived in those 10 years, 20 years. The next wave of aliens will have new tricks up their sleeve. It'll, this movie will feature the children of the characters from the first film and center around Will Smith's character's son. I think it could be... I think if the general so, public picks up on that, that could be fiction, a good thing. You want to see an Independence Day sequel. Uh, if they keep with that, and they are able to portray that well, yes. Fact. But it's... Okay, we have to we, we have to remember the general public is stupid. Will they be able to pick up on that? As, as you build as a sequel to Independence Day, it just takes place years later, I think you'll be okay. Because a lot of people, especially at our age, remember Independence Day because it was a big summer movie that everyone wanted to see then. Fuck yeah, you punched a fucking it alien in the Will face. Smith. You know? Yeah, it is what started. It's what started him in the movie path. Was it wasn't a movie Day. that was made to be a Will Smith vehicle or what became a Mil- Will Smith movie. And if they make this sequel to be just a vehicle to try and make his kid famous, I don't think it'll be as good as if they do stick. Like I think it, I'd like to see a sequel, yes, but I don't want it to be just to like make his kid famous. Well, and in all fairness, it reads that it's not necessarily to be Will Smith in real life kid who plays the role, but to be okay. the, his his character's kid in this movie because his kids that are too case, young to play. Down. <laughs> are they going to do it on Canada Day? I don't know. <laughs> all I know is I want President Lone Star back. Yes, that was a Spaceballs reference. Nice, Lone Star. Lone Star. <laughs> Uh, Steven says faction it sounds really cool as it shows an alternate reality earth and he loves those but the movie was so successful because it was driven to emote patriotism I doubt that they could convey that again so I worry it wouldn't translate that's kind of how I feel too Uh, I could see that being possible I guess it depends on how they set it up as a a foreigner to, to feeling that Independence Day patriotism I, I didn't read that into it. I just it was, it was a bad. It was a well done movie. It was a badass movie for that time. You know? See, to me, it always read more as like world patriotism because although it's centered on the U.S., they made a big point of saying everyone else was fighting the aliens too, and July Fourth was no longer just American Independence Day. It was, and it was the before we had a slew of these movies too. You know, how many yeah, movies yeah. since then have we had that are big, epic, human heart? Tugging movies, right? It's it's also that Stephen is also in the Can- Canadian land. He's also beyond the wall. He's in Canada land, eh? Hey, <laughs> Canadian. <laughs> help myself. Although not Where in the same he? area. Where is he's, he? He's Vancouver, right? He's West Coast, I believe. Because he's Pacific time. He's on the other side. Yeah, he's on the other side. I always forget, but he's on the I'm other sure. side of the tracks. I'm sure he's mentioning it in the chat room right now as I see him typing. Facts <laughs> being Saskatchewan. Ooh, stalker. Stalker. Vancouver Island, not even Vancouver. Oh, nice. Gorgeous. Let's I've see. Never so, it's pretty out there. <laughs> 
one of these days I'm going to leave the country. I have a passport again, and I'm, I'm no gonna, longer a citizen of the world. Who am I going to give this point to? I'm going to give it to Steven. So now we have a tie between Steven and Jay. Canada wins. Woo! Oh, Canada. <laughs> no. I don't remember the rest of the song. <laughs> <laughs> just go to it. Just, just put on hockey. You'll learn it. That's oh, how I learned yeah. it. Go Pens. I mean, what? Yeah, go Blackhawks, fucker. See, that's how you Americans can tell a true American hockey fan from one who's bullshitting you. Have them sing the Canadian National Anthem. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure Kevin Smith could. <laughs> Oh, fuck, Jesus. Steven says Canada ties. It's somehow acceptable. <laughs> uh, you crazy Canucks. Uh, crazy Canada land, eh? I was learning about crazy Canada last night. What did I you was learn? I was learning about your crazy fucking mayor up in Toronto. Holy shit, he's a fucking nutbag. <laughs> <laughs> he's, a, he's a character, man. Like, I live outside of Miss- uh, Toronto in Mississauga, the city next door to Toronto. Our mayor is actually uh, super cool. We have Mazer, uh, Mayor Hazel McCallion, Hurricane Hazel. She's 90-something years old. She's been, um, she's been mayor of Canada or of Mississauga for, I can't remember how long, but, like, since, like, fucking 69 or something. I don't know. She's, uh... She's North America's longest straight-serving mayor. That's cool. Yeah, and back uh, there was a, back in the seventies, there was a, a train spilt in Mississauga, a train crash, and there was like chlorine gas leak. They had to evacuate the city, and she, uh, her evacuation plan for evacuating Mississauga is now like the commonplace evacuation plan for most North American cities. Well, that's kind of cool. Yeah, she was on. There's a pic, she's on the cover of Time. She's this tiny little lady with like this uh, yellow raincoat on, watching the crash and everything, with like her hands on her hips and shit. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's uh, that's that pointless story. <laughs> well, guys, but yeah, no, Toronto's mayor. He's just a fucking crazy. I don't even know how to describe him. He's just nuts. He's almost as bad as Blago in Chicago. Or Blagojevich, sorry. I'm used to calling him Blago. And then Steven brings in, and that's Can- Canadian politics, only here on ATGN. <laughs> <laughs> and gardening. We gave you gardening tips. We did give gardening yeah, tips garden. to start the show, too. Man, Come it's on, exciting we're all today. Over place. It's we're time all to prune your trees, kids. It's the best time of year right now to have your trees pruned. Call an arborist. <laughs> That's not a self-plug or anything. <laughs> well, and on an administrative note, we're looking at starting to shift the show towards being more of about a 90-minute show, roughly. And since we're at about an hour and 23 minutes in, I think we're going to start wrapping up with our typical bit, What I'm Into. And for those that aren't familiar... That's our chance to tell you what games we've been playing, comics we've been reading, or whatnot, and to sell you our audience on why you should play them or try them out, or, or try and make converts to a new cause. Like, I don't know, maybe getting people to watch Arrested Development or a TV show that is struggling. So, let's start with Nahi. What have you been into? What are you getting into? Uh, so, I spent most of this week working, and... I got laid up on Friday, so I spent my day uh, watching some old-ass cartoons that are on Netflix, such as Dexter's Lab, which you can kind of check from the uh, tagline down here. Uh, We also have Powerpuff Girls, and Johnny Bravo, and Samurai Jack, and I've been been having 
quite the blasty blast watching those and reliving my youth. Tartakovsky. Um, yeah, Gendy. I don't even know if I said his first name right, but they're yeah, awesome. He, uh, we're saying we're talking about the guy who did Samurai Jack. He's also the guy who did the 2003 Clone Wars animated. Right. That was awesome. And, uh, yeah. Um, I also uh have not had time to read much. I started reading. I, I read like the first two, uh, first very first two uh, Spawn books, and then I read uh, some of X twenty three. Which still making my way through that one, um, and then uh, this week at your local comic book shop, you should pick up Saga because Saga is the shit, and it is the uh, the newest book comes out this week, along with the new Walking Dead and I believe revival of the books that I am currently reading. So, Walking Dead, and also I've heard a rumor you guys might be recording a tabletop bebop this week. That's true. We do have a new Tabletop Bebop recording this week and not last week like we had previously advertised because we had a snafu. Um, I will also be on Wholesome Addiction this week, which is all about porn and sex, so it's not safe for work. Do not listen to this while you are at work. Yeah, but listen porn. to us while you're at work. Yeah, you can listen to us while, we're, while you're at work, <laughs> but um, you probably don't want to listen to a porn podcast while you're at work. So I'm going to talk about boobs. Boobs and dildos. (laughs) Well, I'll go next. We'll let our guest host go last. For myself, I just sat down with Josh from over at Points of Interest Podcast to record a hybrid interest episode, probably coming out in the next couple week or so. Let's see. What else have I been doing? I've been playing some X-Wing, and I'm just now getting started catching up on about three weeks' worth of comic books. I have a stack like this sitting on my coffee table that I need to read. I got through about half of them, and I really, the next one I have up to read is the Batman 18 reaction issue to the death of Damien, which I heard is really good, because it's Scott Snyder, how can it be bad? What else, what else, what else? I don't think I really have anything else I've been getting into other than the normal stuff, because if you want, if you want to listen to Walking Dead stuff, go check out WTWD Radio Free Woodbury. Apparently they have a phone number now. They do, and I can't remember it off the top of my head. (laughs) (laughs) But we, we did a lot of talk about the season finale of The Walking Dead and dissected that, and I'm sure there will be more this week. So if you guys want play-by-play rundown of The Walking Dead and how we feel about it, you can check it out there, or you can call and leave your opinion at 567-246-WTWD. Thank you, Stephen, in the chat room for putting that phone number up for me. <laughs> or 9893 if you don't have one of them fancy letter phones. But there, were also, uh, there was also... Steve Boyd, one of the other co-hosts on there, had suggested we all write poems to talk about our feelings about Andrea dying. So both he and I presented our feelings, <laughs> our feelings in poet form of the season finale and Andrea's death. It was quite fun. And I'm, I'm hoping we get some more poems tomorrow when we record. But how about yourself, Jay? What have you been getting into? What do you plan on getting into? It has been... Um, I'm in the same state as you. i got a thick stack of comics sitting on the table that I'm behind on reading. Just... Uh, work yeah it's busy season starting for me but um a lot of podcasting stuff lately has been going on i've been a bit of a pod whore um you say that like it's a bad thing no it's, <laughs> i was gonna say chris is the biggest pod whore of them all i am not a pod whore you are too a pod whore we're all really pod whores yeah probably a little bit but, uh, yeah i've been getting around the network a little uh crit geek love um a little bit 
of an exciting new news plug. Uh, I am now get to say that I am a little bit of a member of the Points of Interest Podcast Network, as Josh Hawks and I have a brand new podcast. It's called Two Jays Later. He'll be on next and, week. Uh, yeah, so you'll, you guys will get to see him next week. And uh, it's just a shoot the shit. Like, Josh and I have the type of conversations where if it's just like a phone call to say, hey, or we need to to mention something, it ends up being just an hour conversation shooting the shit. So it just kind of made sense that we turned it into a podcast, you know. That's so I always have a great time talking to Josh. So. That and, um, you know, next week, uh, we actually took this weekend off on an elegant weapon because uh, we were busy. We both had our boys, and we were busy with the kids this weekend. So we thought we'd take a break to prepare for an epic cross pod with the womb mates next Thursday. So uh, that's going to be coming up. But, uh, yeah, that's pretty much all I've been into is uh, pods. So. Oh, and I wanted to actually mention one thing. I discovered an artist yesterday. Uh, we followed each other on Twitter, at Fury underscore Conception. Or, what was it? Fury Conception, I think. Look at me, forgetting. But, uh, yeah, she's this girl. And I saw this picture she did of Princess Leia. And I oh, I think I saw you retweet that or something. Yeah, and then she did another one, a Catwoman, and I don't know where this girl came from, but it's just one of those discoveries out of the blue. You know when you see someone's work and you're just like, holy shit. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I love how that happens. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, just talk for a sec, and I'm going to actually find her actual name here. Well, and correct me if I'm wrong, we can find the Elegant Weapon at anelegantweapon.podbean.com. Yes, you can. Right. Also, of course, iTunes and Stitcher. And, uh, on Stitcher. Twitter, <laughs> at podcast. So, yeah, sorry, yeah, it's Fury Conception. At, at Fury underscore Conception. Check okay. this girl out, because her art is fucking rad. You heard it here, folks. Yeah. The seal of approval from the Jedi Ross himself. Shit, yeah. <laughs> well, guys, I think that's going to wrap us up for this week. A big thanks to Jay the Jedi Ross for joining us today. Always a pleasure, pleasure, kids. It's always fun to be here. Okay, you said that in unison. That was creepy. He's reading my mind. Mm, Stop (laughs) mind melding, please. (laughs) Can I mind meld? Yes. (laughs) Thanks, President. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Don't forget, you can check us out on uh, the Twitters at ATGN Podcast or on Facebook at facebook.com slash allthingsgoodanddirty. Got any questions, comments, feedback, or you want to harass us? Hit us up on the ATGN hotline at 304 806 ATGN, and we'll be happy to take our verbal beating on the air. One of these days I'll get drunk and call us. That intrigues me already. But I think that's going to wrap us up this week. Thanks so much for everyone who's been tuning in live or everyone who's listening at a later date, and we will see you next week. Have a good one. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to this brand new episode of All Things Good and Nerdy. If you want to know the up-to-the-minute happenings of the show, feel free to follow us on Twitter or on Facebook. The show can be found on Twitter at ATGN Podcast or on Facebook.com slash AllThingsGoodAndNerdy. If you have any comments or feedback, you can leave them either on Facebook or on Twitter, or you can hit us up at our voicemail number. Just call 304-806-ATGN and we'll get your message and we'll try and put it on the next show. Don't forget, the show streams live every Sunday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time. We post the link on Twitter and on Facebook so you can watch us and chat with us while we discuss the happenings of the week. If you can't catch the show live on YouTube, feel free to check us out on the audio version. You 
can find us on iTunes or on Stitcher Radio. Just search for All Things Good and Nerdy and download the show. But if you don't want to use any of those services, just go to atgnpodcast.com and you can download the podcast directly from our website. That wraps up another episode of All Things Good and Nerdy. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you guys next week. Bye.